Hello everyone. Um, it is April. Hold on. Dang it. This is not going according to plan at all. April 29, Friday, 8.30 p.m. It's 80 degrees outside. And disclaimer right from the get-go, I am on the road with my family. My wife is in the car along with my three kids. But don't worry, they're zombies right now because they are watching cellular devices. So you may or may not hear little sneezes or cute little phrases every now and then. Uh, but that's totally okay. And then my wife is falling asleep, so I decided to do a podcast. I figured it was the best time. Um, and she hasn't been uh, formally introduced to this thing yet. So I figured why not do it on a family road trip? Because that's... Um, no, that's not well planned out at all. I'm not... I'm not I mean, you, you know how I do these things. I just do them. So I would like to say we had like a scripted talk about exactly what we're going to be talking about. But nope, because that's just how I do them. I don't, I don't ever think about what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do. So that's what this one is about. I have no topic other than that we are on a family road trip. Say hi. Hello. There she is. <laughs> I got, got nothing to add to that. Um, so we went to Corpus, North Padre Island. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there is such a thing as North Padre. I know everybody knows about South Padre. Now, logically, if you use common sense, that would assume that there is a north to the south portion of Padre Island. It's not just called that just because it's in the south. But um, anyway, North Padre is a little bit more chill. And it's a spot that I've been going for a long time. I think, I don't know, and maybe you can help me answer this. Um, I believe I talked about North Padre Island when I talked about the, being a beach bum with my dad. I don't remember. It's, it's a test to see if you've been listening to my podcast or not. Um, I don't remember. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did to some extent. But anyway, we just went out there for two... I was going to say half, but no, it was just two days, huh? So we go out there Wednesday night? Okay, so, yeah, two days. Now I'm tired. But anyway, um, one of the things I did want to promote, I told my wife I would do this, so I might as well just do it right now. It's a good time to do it. My wife is starting her own business. Insert applause. There it is. So she is going to be her own boss lady. And I am going to be her primary investor. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> right, hon? I'm rich? For sure. I'm not rich. I have no money. But I've decided <laughs> this is somehow fiscally smart for the family. <laughs> I'm going to invest for this new business. Pray for us. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Um, so she is going to, so, okay, I, I, you know what, I, I'm not, maybe you could, this is your time to shine. Um, I don't actually know how you got into this. I just remember you approaching me saying, I'm going to start doing like edible, whatever, like the bouquet things. I don't know if you did some research or what. Well, (laughs) you're you're on the spot (laughs) microphone now in front of you talking to millions of people. So I guess in January, uh, I started just thinking, um, well, you work so hard in your your business. Thanks. (laughs) And I felt like I, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to do more for you and and the family. And so I, I really wanted to try and think of something I could do to help you and, and also, you know, I feel like I'm more, when I'm more productive, I'm just, um, I have a better attitude. I feel better emotionally and spiritually and and physically. So I started praying like in January and February about maybe something I could do to help you um, with finances and just help me to be a better wife and a better mother. Like I said, I feel like I always, I do better as a person when I'm busy. So I was thinking of something creative I could do. And um, 
I guess the end of February I was praying and I and I was just thinking like you know I didn't want to really bake um because we have a number of of women in the church that are amazing bakers and and they're very creative and and I didn't want to go down that route but I didn't really have a niche I guess of anything that I was good at because I don't feel like I'm really creative at anything and so I felt like uh, the end of February early March I just felt like I wanted to do fruit and so I started researching fruit and and anything like it I could do um, that was I guess creative but also that I could sell and, and you know be a blessing Ultimately, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to be a blessing, and I wanted to be able to give my own uh, tithe and my own offering as well. Um, and I wanted to make people happy with my product that I wanted to do. So, after research and prayer, and and you know, just really thinking about it, I thought of maybe I could do strawberries, and. But then I thought maybe I could do like strawberry bouquets. And then I got really excited about about that. And uh, so I started researching about doing strawberry bouquets. And and it just like, you know, I felt like I want to do this. I want to do fruit. I want to do strawberries. Um, and then I, you know, I immediately I went up to you and I asked you, can I get a DBA to do it? And you thought of a name for me and I loved it and I went and I got my DBA and I kept researching and and looking into products that I can get to help the business and and that's just kind of how it started and I just started like a couple weeks ago and I feel like God's blessing me and and uh, I feel like I'm I'm uh, I don't know I feel like I feel like God's giving me a talent to do this and so, and, and I feel like I'm having a lot of uh, uh, help. I, I reached out to a couple of ladies that are also, uh, that also do their own business. And, and they've been encouraging me and helping me and giving me tips and ideas. And, and they're absolutely amazing. And uh, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like um, I can grow and I can help help you and the girls i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect timing with lana in the background i don't know if you picked up any of lana's um whatever show she's watching in the background but oh well uh so i didn't know that for, from my perspective uh my wife literally just approached me and said i want to start making this and i was like that's awesome and she she like I was fully supportive right away because I was like, oh, this is it. This is my way out. Like she's going to get rich fast and I'm never going to have to work again. So, of course, I was all I was all in. Uh, no, that's not what I thought. I mean, I just <laughs> I wanted to be supportive in any way I could. So when she approached me about it, you're right. It was like February, March. I remember that um, it did almost kind of seem like uh, how do you say like interesting still still going my phone's like there it is um it almost seemed like it was out on left field like i did it just kind of came out of nowhere uh for me anyway now for you for you i'm sure like you've already been doing like a month's research you've been praying about it you're thinking about it and maybe you even made a comment or two here and there like i'm thinking about doing something and i was like okay hon that's nice but um when you approached me with this like very serious edge like i want to do this i think i can and you're and you were like researching the junk out of it like you were all over it i was like man this is this is something and so in the business world i've learned this from one of the people i network with they they have a phrase saying let's see if this dog will hunt and that means like you know they can go out and, and get sales or do business and you're definitely a dog that could hunt <laughs> you were like all over it you're like i'm gonna do this like i'm gonna you're just very very into it so um in the back of my head i remember thinking like of course i'm gonna be supportive i'm gonna help you and and i want to see how this is gonna take off but i also felt like you know it's okay if, if things don't work out but like you just said it's only been a few weeks and my gosh 
the, uh, yeah, the support and, like, the amount of people that have rallied right off the bat is, like, geez, where were all you people when I tried to start my business? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am expensive. That's true. I take pride in that. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, no, right off the bat, I mean, people were all over it. They wanted to be a part of it. They wanted to help. And thank you. Shout out to all those people who jumped on it right away. And it's only been, geez, like you said, two and a half weeks. I mean, this is super fresh for the record. I know she said she started thinking about it in January. I think I should throw in the context that I did file for bankruptcy in January. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. <laughs> I was going to try to go with that joke, but you laughed you laugh so hard so fast. <laughs> okay, no, no, we we're doing fine in January. <laughs> uh, just, as soon as you brought that up, I was like, I'm going to tell them I'm filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> no, uh, so anyway, uh, that has been amazing to see how just the past two and a half weeks has been like super fresh like seeing everybody just supportive and rally and and add to it and and the promise of future because so for all of you young entrepreneurs out there um especially in today's day and age oh my gosh like it's wild it is wild i i've done a lot of episodes or i made a lot of comments about how how podcasts are like so easy to make nowadays and um how people can create like digital imagery and verbiage and they can look like a legit looking podcast and company even like they look very professional and blah 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 and how today's day and age is so easy to do and i feel like that's that goes in turn with starting a business nowadays like it just seems like you can do it so easily it's insane it's wild and like my wife just said moments ago about the dba process i've i've man i am a huge advocate for that like when I learned how easy that was, um, I felt like when people talked about like, hey, I want to do this, you know, on the side or whatever, and they want to do a side hustle. And the first thing that always hits the one of the biggest questions I get is, is taxes. Like, how do I handle all that? If I'm going to be making money, if it's going to be more than just a side hustle, if I'm actually going to make some like legitimate funds, which for the record, if you don't know, that legitimate funds mark is $600. If you make over $600 doing something, it is taxable. And so um, for people who want to make real money, you know, over $600, they're going to be like, okay, I need to, I need to figure out paperwork. And uh, you don't need a DBA to do that. You can just use your name. But if it's something you want to be continuous and you're looking at a future and potentially having that to fall on, you know, even if you get a real job but you still want to have that fall on in the background your side hustle or quote unquote dba is very helpful that stands for doing business as and um the doing business as is your your name your your essentially your business name and so when you create a name what it ends up doing is it makes it so much easier to differentiate when it comes to doing taxes you can show like well this was income for my dba for my company or whatever it is and it's separate from like, you know, I just just made money. Like I was just doing some random side hustle. Um, it's 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 a little bit easier to organize and talk to the IRS about. And I know the IRS was listening to this, so um, I'm doing everything right. My wife was doing everything right. Don't come after us. We're good people. We pay our taxes mostly. And um, for the record, I've said no. I actually I don't think I've ever said it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. This is like episode 77 or 78. I've said a lot of stuff already. But um, at one point, me and the IRS, we, we, we had like a, a very strange rivalry going on. And for like three years, we had this crazy thing going on with each other. I hope I don't get arrested for this. I don't think I will. We'll do research <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad, I don't think. But... Uh, <laughs> It's different having an audience, you know, like you laughing right there. Like, no, it's okay. It gives me incredible, um, I don't know, pride or ego. I feel amazing right now. I feel incredible. <laughs> I'm used to laughing at myself. But anyway, um, get married, y'all. This is what it does to you. 
Like, I, I feel like a million bucks right now. So, <laughs> anyway, she's laughing so much at me. With me. She's laughing with my jokes. Anyway, so, um, the IRS, yeah, so what happened is I, long story short, uh, my first year of trying to do a business, running my, like, by myself, doing a DBA by myself, um, the, one of the, one of my loyal companies I was doing work with, uh, they were going through, uh, I don't want to spit out too much information, but there was like a little bit of a split, some heartache going on. And in the midst of that, there were some fraudulent things that happened. And I unfortunately fell into that. Now, let me just say right off the bat, me and that company are, are still very good friends and we do great work to get to the, together um, still. And, you know, it didn't go horrible but the person that was doing all this stuff is no longer in the picture and I was uh, I took I took some heat from that situation and what ended up happening is I had to owe a bunch of money to the IRS and so you know I could have gone to court and blah 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 I'm not gonna go into all that nonsense I just simply said fine I'll pay it back but get this as the years went by because this was like a two and a half year process as the years went by, I was thinking, um, you know, I would get some money from the from the tax from like income tax, um, and uh, the IRS would give it to me. I'd be like, "What the flip, man? Like, I am paying you guys. Like, come on, man. You, I deserve this money." And so I found out later, later being like months later, not right away, that they were trying to configure the amounts like they're trying to be like oh well you owe us this much and we owe you this much so before we pay you we're gonna make sure that we like get our money out of it which is cool i was okay with that if they have told me they didn't tell me for months so i was like i don't know what's gonna happen next thing you know like tax season's coming around again i don't know what's gonna happen and then the stimulus nonsense goes on and you know we're not getting our stimulus because we owe irs money um, and then we randomly do like just like months after everybody got theirs. It was super confusing. Uh, anyway, me and the IRS are cool now. We're good. We're good friends, uh, which is why I don't feel like I'll get in trouble because, you know, we're, we're yeah, 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 we paid them a lot of money. So um, and they paid us a little bit of money. So we deserved a lot more, but it's OK. I love America and the tax system. Texas. I don't love the tax system. Nobody loves the tax system. I don't, and that's okay. People rally behind me with that. You agree? See? See? That laugh confirms it. She agrees with me. She didn't say it, but she does. She? She's supportive in every way. So, anyway. She's very tired, for the record. Um, she has a lot of orders to get to when we get home. Uh, how many are you on? Four? Five? Oh snap! She already forgot. It's not looking good for business. <laughs> yeah, I have two for Friday and one. I have one for Saturday, and I have like six or seven for Sunday. My gosh! I did not know that. Yeah. You're getting up at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Early. I don't know yet. So she I'm calculating it. Okay. Snap crackle. I'm getting tired just thinking about it. So, yes, she has a lot of orders already. And um, and I'm not talking about, like, past orders. I'm talking about upcoming orders. So I think it's, you said, like, three or four hours. Or no, two. Two or three already that you need to work on as early as tomorrow? No, 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 Friday. Two for Friday. Oh, next next Friday. Okay, a week from today. Yeah. So I have, I, have, I have a little of time to put myself together to, to prepare for those. I'm preparing already. I'm already getting stuff for it. Okay. As the investor, I need to know these things. It's important because I need to make sure this business takes off, succeeds. We're going to get rich off of this. Not really. Although it will be very nice if uh, if we make enough money where she can just like do groceries and stuff. That's all I care about. I, I want to make enough profit to get the girls a bed. <laughs> so um, our daughters sleep on wood floors. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sleep on wood floors. Your bunk bed. There you go. Okay, it's just the way you set a mattress that made it seem like you made you set you set it up too easily. But yes. So our our daughters, we want to. Oh shoot! I shouldn't say it's too loud. They're like right behind us. We want to surprise them. They're 
with a bunk bed. Um, so anyway, there's that. And then I thought there was something else we were trying to get. Did we already get passports. it? Oh, yeah, passports. But no, 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 for the kids. Well, yes, passports for the kids. But I thought it was something else. I can't think of it right now. Clearly, it wasn't that important. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe I wanted something. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that that's that's like the, the that's seriously the only like yeah, two things that we just we just want to get the the surprise them with the bunk bed and then the passports. And that's it. So everything after that is straight profit. That's what that's called. Profit. I want to make profits by those things. Right now I'm breaking even. Oh, there's a cute little voice in the background. So anyway, um, that's been the excitement. Um, I've been very busy with work. Cute, cute, cute little voice in the background. Um, I think the last episode or the, the second before last, I had talked about how we were going through, I was going through like some changes with work and I was praying about what I was going to be doing. And it's interestingly enough, all it really was is kind of reverting back but with more experience, if that makes sense. And so when I first started doing things on my own, um, I had no real clue what I was going to do just to make quick money. I knew the long term. I knew the long term is I wanted to sell AV systems in homes. And it actually, it wasn't even AV systems, to be honest, like audiovisual systems. To be honest, it was like maybe a home theater and I can install it. That was kind of it. Um, but through networking and meeting different people, it's like evolved to where, you know, shades and landscape lighting and lighting control and all these fancy so most people would say smart homes i would say home automation because smart homes just sounds cheap um cheap as in cheap quality home automation just sounds like you know like fancy and uh, that's what i want to be i want to be like the fancy i want to the fancy home automation av salesman so anyway, back to 2017, when I first started doing it, my initial goal was I just need to get in the house. I just need to get in front of people. So I was doing anything. I was throwing myself everywhere. And that meant like, uh, you know, someone would have a, uh, a job, anything. Like if I didn't know how to tile and they asked me to tile, I'd be like, shoot, you want to help me learn how to tile? I'll do it. So I'll, in fact, uh, there's a quote. I know I've used it before. It's from Theodore Roosevelt that says if someone asks you how to or if uh, someone asks you to do a certain job you say yes and then you learn how to do that job and the idea is you may not know how to do it but you show them that willingness and you do it and uh of course you got to have a work ethic and you got to like beat yourself up you got to be your own manager and so that's what i did for the whole first year was i just i was my own manager i woke myself up very early and i cracked the whip on myself and told myself to get out there and find something and feed my family and so um that was the whole first year and it was rough (sighs) but it was it was very well worth it because i learned so much so the first year and a half really went through that and then i finally landed the av thing and i started doing that selling it and then you know i found like an unofficial partner which you all if you've been listening to past episodes know all everything about and that has gone well and so now now i feel like i've reached a point where i'm well equipped enough to go back to just trying to sell you know myself quote unquote and what that means is that i'm going to be selling this product but i'm not necessarily going to be doing the labor and that's what i was trying to do early on um and so with all of my project project management and and uh cute little voice in the background um all of my experience and amazing evolved skills um i'm gonna try to start uh doing that again and in hopes that i'm just gonna be super busy selling jobs and um doing whatever kind of consultation work i can and it's been good it's been real good again now that I'm more experienced and I have a bigger network of people, it just feels like the opportunities and like are endless, which is great because now that Mary Grace is stepping into this, she's going to be doing this. It's like, to me, it's an additional network. And so 
Like, I can go sell an AV system and be like, also, if you're interested, I don't know, if you would like a strawberry bouquet, just because. Actually, I can foresee that all of our, like, really good clients are probably going to get strawberry bouquets. birthdays <laughs> for closing closing your jobs I don't know. yeah because uh when so for a little while uh, mary grace was helping us do parts and whatnot and um she had the great idea uh because she you know she got to see who like some of our really good not just and i'm not talking about good clients meaning like most paid clients like they paid us a lot of money good clients honestly referrals like they would refer us to other people and we had a couple that really gave us some amazing jobs, like big, high-paying jobs. Like maybe their own home wasn't that much, but then they would hand us off to somebody else that like wanted everything, you know, and, and times three. And, and then they would continuously do that, like would throw our name around. So while my wife was doing the parts, she would see all this. And then on top of that, she would see our distributors, the people that we uh, do business with to pick up parts and and order parts from and then handle all this stuff like nationally literally from other states and trying to figure out how you know how to get it to san antonio and blah 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 and so she saw all this and so she had the bright idea of like getting them um like gift baskets uh, this was like a year ago yeah i think so yeah. it's been a long time anyway it's wild how fast time flies but anyway so she, she thought about doing all this, and I thought, that's amazing. Now, she had a great idea, and I had a horrible delivery. <laughs> I just couldn't get around to actually getting it to these people. So she had to take initiative. She did this on her own, and she, like, loaded them up in her vehicle and went to the distributors and met them for the first time face-to-face because she did everything over the phone and email with these people. But she never actually saw them. So she like went over there and gave them their like the little gift baskets, um, which was very considerate, super nice, super sweet. Something that I would never think to do, because my thought process is like, you know, you get us so much business, here's a high five, you know, and like, or here's a firm handshake. Thank you very much for doing your job. <laughs> And uh, she, she on the other hand, I like. I, I'm a gift giver. I like to give gifts. That's my love language. I like to give people gifts to show I appreciate them and that I care about them and I love them. That's just, I don't know. That's how I am. And I'm very selfish. So we're perfect for each other. <laughs> she, she gives me the gifts, and I'm like, all right, here's a, here's a, a high five. You know. <laughs> not true well partially i mean (laughs) uh but anyway so yeah she's very considerate so this does what she's doing now as her like actual her own business is is it matches her personality very well and so um you know when we were doing the gift basket thing it was if anything it was kind of like foreseeing almost like a like a foresight of what she was going to be eventually doing and so I can definitely see us going to distributors and vendors and other people. And the thing is, I network with some people that, that already have this mindset of like, I can think of a couple people, I'm not going to say their names to protect the innocent, but um, I can already think of a few people that do this when they're like, hey, you should offer, like, I, 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 I'm not going to say the names, I'm going to try not to, <laughs> but I've had people tell me like, dude, you should offer a free Blu-ray player or like a free tv or something when i sell and i have to say i gotta be honest man like the salesman inside me is like no (laughs) absolutely not like i'm not gonna offer anything for free like no no you need to pay for that you know but i can see why they say it because it's it's like you said it's like giving a gift you know there's something it stands out now the thing is I'm going to throw this little disclaimer in because it's my podcast and I can say what I want. (laughs) The thing is, I do, I like to work for people who appreciate what they're getting. And I'm not trying to say that people who get things for free don't appreciate it. 
But at the same time, I want them to see the difference between this is service and this is a gift. And I now I have given things for free before me and, and or my partner or people I work with. We have done things where it's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to hook you up. Discounts. You give lots of discounts. I do give discounts. Not to everybody. That's still a gift. I yeah. would consider that a gift still. Just trying to protect my business. <laughs> I just don't want people asking for discounts all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, but, <laughs> but yes, I have given them out. And uh, I'd negotiate. I have no problem negotiating price with people if, if there's a, uh, a need for it. But anyway, the thing is, I'm, I'm huge on like, okay, okay. So I've said this before, and I'm, I'm going to say it in this one. I've had the person who will say, I support small business. And I'm going to be honest, and this is just my experience. And, and this is my trade in, you know, construction and audiovisual, low voltage other people but people who usually say that to me don't really support small business so what it is they're like oh i want to support you i want to help you out is what they're saying Uh, but what they're really saying is don't forget to throw in a freebie for me and i've learned that i've learned that the phrase i want to support small business really means uh hook me up somewhere give me the homie hookup and um and, and on top of that, it's give me the homie hookup so that I can tell you about, or I can, um, how do you say it, uh, refer you. I can refer you to other people who are also going to expect the homie hookup, you know, and it's like an, an endless, you know, curse, <laughs> like of constantly. So, yes, I, I don't mind doing discounts, but if I do a discount, I always tell people, listen, this is custom to you. I'm doing this for you, for our situation. Um, this isn't something I just throw in for everybody. If I did, then I would just lower the cost. What's the point of it being a discount? I should just lower the cost all like at a flat rate. That's not how I do it. Anyway, I'm saying that because um, there is something I had to learn over time, which is I feel like people appreciate it more when they see that I'm actually trying to offer them whatever it is I'm offering them at the price that I'm doing. It's like, okay, I see why you're asking for this price. Um, that does that mean you should not get discounts? Absolutely not. Give them where you can. But anyway, I said all of that to protect myself. <laughs> just, I mean, I've been I've been a victim of of uh, giving freebies just you know because I care about somebody so much. You're, you're the you're the breadwinner. You're the provider, and so when you give discounts or freebies, that's taking food out of your family's mouth. So. That's the, that's that's the big one. It's been hard because like I, you know, I don't want to have to go around and tell people like, listen, I'm doing this for a living. Like this is my income. You know, I feel like that should be common sense and logical already. But not everyone sees it that way. You know, some people just see it like. And in fact, I don't know how many people do assume that I'm some rich guy. You know, that's why I'm afraid of telling people that I. I like to say that I work for myself. Or that I'm self-employed. I don't really like to use the phrase, I have my own business. One, because I genuinely don't feel like I do have my own business. I feel like I'm self-employed. You know, I just, I feel, I feel like I I just manage myself and I go out and do my own thing, you know. But um, on top of that, when people hear, oh, you own your own business, they assume Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. And they just assume like, oh, you're just some rich guy with all this money and you should be using all your money to feed the poor people but here you are being rich and and yeah and so anyway i don't want to be associated as that in reality you're just trying to make money and have time they, they don't understand that i am feeding the poor people it's those cute little voices in the background right now those are those are the poor people the poor people in my life are my children they don't know that. They, they're incredibly spoiled and self-entitled and smug. <laughs> it's, it's true. You know it's true. Well, the reason you started your own business or that you are self-employed is because you wanted to have free time to spend with your family and your kids. And, and self-employment does that. If you do it right, it's true. That was my big thing. I, um, I've seen... Um, on the interwebs where someone said that they wanted to you know they didn't want to work for the man anymore and they were tired of getting uh work to the bone and and you know the man is just 
making them work ridiculous hours. They have no freedom. So they went and started their own business, and now they work 24-7 for themselves. <laughs> and like the- it feels good. You work for yourself, and you hustle for yourself, and, and you know, you feel like you're actually, I don't know, like you feel like accomplished. So what's nice is we were just on a random family vacation, a sort of random. We did plan it like a month out, but as it was coming close, I was like telling my wife like, I don't know. It might happen. It might not. <laughs> like we're we're gonna hope for the best. You know, we're gonna. We didn't have to ask. We didn't have to ask anybody though. That was the big one. You know, I mean, I of course I was trying on my side. I was trying to plan to where I did have time to do it. But yeah, to to her point, I didn't have to like actually talk to eight managers and assume and and, and you know hope to get time off. I mean. When I get a job, even if I was, uh, uh, what's that called? Salary. If I was on salary, I would still tell people like, hey, I'm going to take this week off. And they'd be like, you need to get approval and yada, yada. And the point of approval is usually for PTO. That's the primary reason. They want to like approve you for your PTO. They want to look at your hours. But I was very aggressive and very pushy. And it's probably why I, I don't have a real job anymore. That's <laughs> probably why I manage myself is I was the type of person that'd be like, I don't care. I'm just going to do it for free then. Like, I don't need my PTO. You know, if I've used my PTO up, oh, well, what are you going to do? Fire me? Like, do it. And like, I was very, very pushy when I would say, no, I'm going to take this time off. I know I can take this time off because I'm even at, at real jobs, I manage myself. And so I would tell them, like, come on, I know where the project stands. I reach all the deadlines. In other words, I, I, even though I was very obedient and I did, I didn't have a problem respecting authority. I also wasn't afraid to stand up for myself and be like, dude, I, I, it shouldn't hurt the company that I'm going to take a few days off just cause I shouldn't, I'm not obligated to tell you Jack, which for the record I had to learn over time. Like early on, I would like tell everybody my whole life story and sob story of like I need to take this week off because of this and it all started when I was seven and and like I would give this whole reason why like I need this time off because I felt like I needed to persuade the managers of the company that it's worth giving me this time off and as I got older it was like no I don't need to tell you Jack I'm gonna take these days off I need them off and I'm gonna do it and when they said you need to get approval I would get approval and nine times out of ten I would get the approval but on those rare occasions where they wouldn't give it to me, I would just say, let me do it for free. I don't care if you don't pay me. And that always puts the company in a really hairy situation because they, they start to feel like if I let you do this, I need to let everybody do this. And in my perspective, they should let everybody do that. Like, oh, well, fat chance. Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, if, if someone wants to take their time off because they need to, just let them take their time off. They're willing to not get paid for it. It's like, why, why does that bother them and it, and it bothers them because they feel like they want to get super uh, like uh, over the top obedient people that will slave themselves for the company like instead of them feeling like i can take time off whenever i want they should feel like the company needs me at all times i need to be there for them 24 7 and that's pretty unhealthy i mean in, in my opinion it's pretty unhealthy I worked for a company one time where you had to work there for a whole year before they even gave you a week off. And so I offered, I said, okay, well, I need this time off. I'll do it for free. Like, I need I need the time off and they refused to give it to me, so I quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good for you. Amen. Stick it to the man. That's what you did. Yeah, I mean, it, it does feel good to be able to do that. And... It is unfortunate because I've been working for myself now for five years and I'll tell people jokingly like, oh, well, just tell your company like, you know, you got to you got to take the day off or whatever. And they always come back with like, oh, well, then I'll get fired. And part of me was like, so (laughs) like it's like I guess the way I view some companies is like a relationship. Like I feel like if you feel afraid to take a stand with your managers and with your company is that healthy like if if that's not that's not very healthy and the problem with it is you feel like well i need it because i need money and if if money is ruling your decisions it's 
again, is that healthy? Like, is that really healthy? And so, like, like Mary Grace said moments ago, the reason I really wanted to be self-employed and work for myself was because of time. It was because of time management. It wasn't necessarily about the money. And, you know, for the record, we are by no means, like, rich. Now, we're very wealthy. And by wealthy, I mean our family and the time that we have with each other and the fact that when emergencies come up, we can typically take care of those emergencies. Even if we don't have the resources, we do have God and we do feel like it's okay. God's going to take care of it somehow, some way. You know, we have faith and that makes us wealthy. That, that in turn, so the difference is one is resources, like rich, you're rich in resources, which is typically, typically rich in money. And then there's uh, rich, like, I guess the wealthiness. Wealthy would be more like you have what you need when you need it. And I feel like that's what we have. We're, so we would be wealthy. And, of course, biblically, the Bible does say, you know, we may not have uh, the resources. We may not have, like, money. But we have something that men value, what humanity values. And that's time with each other we have time with our family and a joy and a peace that the world doesn't understand and you don't get that by like this unhealthy relationship with your company well i remember hearing i don't know the quote exactly but i remember them saying something like um you're not on your deathbed wishing that you would have worked more you're on your deathbed wishing that you would have spent more time with the people you loved boom hope all of you heard that and felt that that was intense that was good i don't know where you heard that i'm just gonna say that you made that up and that is your own quote that is my wife's wisdom i'm gonna start doing uh um, wednesdays 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 wait i'm I'm gonna come up with a phrase hold on hold on I, i know it's not wednesday but there's three w's in it so it should it should be on a wednesday uh oh my gosh uh, <laughs> Wednesday wife wisdom. I don't know. Okay, maybe the Wednesday doesn't need to be in there. Anyway, that was good. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good little snippet. Um, well, Friday Friday wife wisdom throws it off. You know. The, anyway, okay. I'm. I, I don't know where I was going with that. I felt. I felt good about it when I started it. But anyway, that was a good quote. And it's true. It's true. That I think that's just the thing. Is you get older. And we are getting older together. And something that we've realized is over time, you begin to value your time with one another. You know what's interesting? My biological mother once told me. um, I believe she said this either when you and I got married or when we had kids, one or the other. But she did point out to me that what matters most is time with each other. Versus you know gifts or money or or things it's time with each other and it's true it is true you know and our kids are little and they're in the background playing with their devices because we spoil them and um you know there's they are so entitled that they have been in a hotel once and they freaked (laughs) out they flipped out like they were scared they didn't they did not know how to function and they said this is the grossest condo we've ever been they said no. something along the no, lines. Naomi, we, we walked to the hotel and, and Naomi says, where's our room? <laughs> <laughs> you see? It's entitlement right there. Now it's our own fault. You know, it's not my kid's fault that they're entitled. A lo- when, we, when, I, when we were coming to Corpus uh, a couple days ago, Naomi says, Mom, we're not staying in a hotel, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled kids. She's but oldest. She's oldest. So one of my favorite uh, movies, which is actually a Broadway play, is Fiddler on the Roof and one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite movies. Um, in that song, Fiddler on the Roof, there's If I Were a Rich Man. It's, it's an amazing song. And if you have never seen Fiddler on the Roof, first off, shame on you. Uh, secondly, it is your own fault for not seeing that movie. Even if you've never heard of it, you should be ashamed. Um, <laughs> like bullying people into watching <laughs> how dare you not watch this movie uh, Fiddler on the Roof is a very good movie it's a yeah it's a good movie okay I don't want to I'm gonna end up I'm getting so excited right now I'm gonna end up talking about the whole movie anyway uh, you need to go watch that movie but Fiddler on the Roof is great and the song If I Were a Rich Man uh, by Rob Tevia the main character 
If I were a rich man, even if they did, it's such a good song. Uh, if you're wondering where Gwen Stefani got that melody from, it's from that song. Anyway, um, where was I going? I got so I just love that movie. I'm like so excited. We got. Oh, I want to watch that movie now. Yes. Okay. So he says, "If I were a rich man," and so he talks about his wife in the in the mo- in the song, and he says she would have a proper double chin, and the idea is that they were poor. And if they were rich, they would eat all the time and do whatever they want. And because of that, they would have a proper double chin, meaning like she's fat, you know, <laughs> she, she, she's, she's gained weight because she eats good because I love my wife and I'm going to make sure she eats good. And so that's my kids, you know, my, my kids, she eats, you're right. Yeah, she eats well. That's, that's actually more gram- grammatically correct. Good job. Um, yes, so for my children, it would be the same thing. Their, their figurative proper double chin is being entitled and being, and being spoiled. And, and so, and you know, the, the, we, I mean, I guess we can do whatever we want. It's, it's the, who cares? I, I like to do time limits, but there's no reason to do one, I guess. But anyway, I, I'm all over the place now. I'm like so excited because Fiddler on the Roof, I'm telling you. That, there's, there's few things in life that get me that rambled up, you know. Fiddler on the Roof is one of them. But um, I was going to say that uh, I like to give myself time time limits. But a cousin who listens to these actually told me that he likes the really long ones. So this one's for you, Cousin Mike. Because um, we're already past 45 minutes, which is like really long for me. But anyway, um, what was I saying? I was saying something about Fiddler on the Roof. Proper double chin, money, condo. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, so I was going to say that growing up, um, I did feel like, like my, the first like 10, 11 years of life, you know, my parents did a pretty darn good job of making me feel like I wasn't deprived, you know, like they definitely took care of me, my sister and they, we were those spoiled kids, you know? Um, and then of course, you know, life happens and, and they ended up splitting up and we kind of went our own paths and whatnot, but it did make me appreciate what was there when, uh, how do I say this? When I did have it as a younger kid, I didn't appreciate it. When I didn't have it as I got older, I started to really appreciate what I didn't have anymore until I got it back. And so now that I have a family and I see my kids, like I really appreciate the time we have together. I appreciate all the things that they get to do and all the fun they get to have. And even though my dad did a great job, you know, one of the reasons I love going to the beach is because of my dad. Um, but at the same time, you know, I feel like my kids are living like such an amazing life. <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're gonna love going to the beach. And they they get they get such amazing things, you know. And I'm not just talking about stuff. I'm talking about like like routines. Like they got children's church and they have these picnics with the church. The church, of course, gives us most of what 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 they have. You know, that's most of their um, I guess spoiledness. I don't know. Like they get. I don't know how to say it. But they, they, they receive so much more love, I guess, attention. They build their confidence in God and, and they learn about, I don't know, their manners and just appreciation. Yeah, so I guess, um, I mean, it's not something I should be mad about. But at the same time, I can't help but think like, better not be a spoiled brat when you grow older you know like i'm trying to do my part as a parent to help them understand appreciation and that's that's hard when you like spoil them you know when you spoil them rotten you give them everything they want it's hard for them to appreciate so every now and then you want to what was that quote we just heard a quote recently i think it was on the interwebs that one about the man saying my grandfather walked 10 miles and then my dad walked five and I own a Cadillac, and my son has a Mercedes, and then my grandson has a Ferrari, but my great-grandson is going to walk, and he was talking about how, yeah, struggles, man, it was good, what did he say, he said that tough times, right, tough times create strong men, strong men create easy times, easy times create weak men, and weak men create tough times. And the whole point or the premise of it was to raise warriors. At least that's what the, the quote says. But I, I totally understood. I think everybody can relate with that statement. That's like it's true. Like when things are easy, we tend to grow soft. Which 
get this. I don't know if we have time to get into this segment, but if you think about it, that's like why uh, the boomer babies, that's what they're called. I know everybody knows them as boomers today with the derogatory term coined by millennials. But uh, the original generational name is actually baby boomers. I said it backwards. Baby boomers, actually, their generation, they come from the greatest generation. Not pretentious at all. That's totally okay to be called the greatest generation alive. But the reason they were called the greatest generation is because they come from the World War II um, struggles. And then the baby boomers were the kids from that generation. Um, and then, you know, millennials and so on and so forth and generation, what, X, Y, and Z. I don't know if there's a Y. I don't even know about X and Z. Huh. Let me research that. Anyway, the, uh, so the, the baby boomers, the thing about it is they're upset because it seems like millennials and generation X and Z are very soft, you know, when compared to them. And then, and of course the generation before them, um, Exactly, and the struggles they went through with World War II, I mean, th- that was intense, you know. So we, we talk about World War III, but the truth is if we had a World War III right now, it would probably be pretty cush for America because we're so well protected, you know, unless nuclear war was involved. And then, of course, that's scary for everybody. But the reality is we are, we are so blessed with opportunity and covering and protection that we don't even see it and because of that we don't even really yep exactly we're spoiled and so we don't really appreciate it so in hindsight as i call my kids spoiled i am actually the spoiled one and i have simply given off that spoiledness over to my children no, no, are we exiting oh we are exiting no no i, I was just I just didn't know if you you heard my amazing revelation just now. I just thought you were going to comment on it, no. but it's, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, okay, I'm going to exit, hon. I'm, gonna, I'm, ex- I'm exiting now. I'm doing it. Forget what I said. I heard you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Ah, so anyway, the, we, we, we did this whole episode just to point out that my kids are spoiled because I'm spoiled. because <laughs> we're talking about my business. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, it's all about you, hun. <laughs> Everything's about you. <laughs> That's what it started off <laughs> I know, I know. I just want an old man rant. It's what I do. Um, anyway, yes. So we were able to start our businesses because we live in a spoiled generation <laughs> that, is, that is completely entitled to do whatever we want. God bless America and God bless Texas. <laughs> yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> what a what a what a great so, way to conclude. <laughs> started off with that and, <laughs> and spoiled kids. And I guess that's okay. I don't know. Now I'm rethinking everything. Now I now I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm entitled. You know, <laughs> this whole thing has made me feel snobby. <laughs> like, like,